What is going on? And happy new year to everybody. I hope 2022 is way better than the past couple of years. So happy new year. Good to see everybody joining us for the new year. Uh, tonight's episode is brought to you by Punk Box. If you're looking for the merch table to be brought to your house or a friend's house once a month, head over to punkboxrocks.com. That's punkboxrox.com for your monthly merch subscription service. You will get random items sent to you in the mail once a month, items which could include seven inches, CDs, shirts, koozies, buttons, stickers, patches, shot glasses, coffee, all sorts of cool stuff. Um, it's always an awesome surprise when that box comes in the mail because you never know what's going to be inside and it's always something fucking kick-ass. So check it out. Punk Box Rocks. That's punkboxrox.com. This episode is also brought to you by Merch Slut. If you're looking for official band merch, that's official band merch. Merch Slut gets her stuff right from the label or the band. Uh, head over to MerchSlut.com. Awesome t-shirts from all sorts of cool, cool punk bands. She has all kinds of like cool accessories like notebooks and uh, greeting cards, like hilarious greeting cards. Um, she has those pop funk dolls. Um, she's got a whole bunch of cool shit and it's official band merch. And she's a really cool person. So support Merch Slut at MerchSlut.com. And of course, be sure to check us out on all social media outlets at Our Brains Hurt and OurBrainsHurt.com. And follow me on Twitter at The Caffeine Punk and Matt at MattAlive13. Now, let's get to the show. Well, they needed a jingle for the stupid little show, so they caught up the Jasons and we said, oh, no. Then they called us again and they gave us 20 bucks and we wrote them a song that said, Your podcast So tonight we're talking to band members of the band Avenues and Knocking Bones. Mark and, uh, and Scott of Avenues. And Mark is also the uh, lead vocalist slash guitarist of Knocking Bones. Cool. And Scott plays bass for Avenues. Yeah. Which is a rad band. Thanks for turning me on to that album, dude. It kicks ass. Yeah. The, uh, it's 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 weird because like I knew about avenues um, just from playing with Knockin' Bones and remember them telling me that Mark was also in a band called Avenues, and you know like looking them up, you know way back way back when they had they have a pretty cool EP and a couple other singles that came out in 2015 that are kind of like I don't know if that was like the start of their popularity or whatever, yeah. but they're quite good. And then just like the this this album came out in um on november 19th i think and it was a long time long process for them which uh we'll we'll get into a little bit with them tonight but and i just kind of stumbled across this new record when it came out just i don't even remember how i found it i was like oh shit yeah it was like avenues and jammed it was like whoa what the fuck this is good this is like really good like 
I mean, it, it's a top five album of the year. For yeah. Me. Yeah, we'll make the revision. <laughs> yeah, I did. I totally. Yeah. Bye bye, Exodus. Sorry, I love Exodus. But <laughs> <laughs> you got knocked off. <laughs> All right, they're in the room. So right. here we go. Cool. Also, happy new year to everybody. Yeah. Hey. hey. <laughs> What's happening? Oh man, what's up, guys? Yeah, and and you got good audio quality and video quality. Yes. So fuck yeah, that is not always a thing that we get. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. Believe it or not. Yeah, actually, I think you got to thank uh, Scott down there. He's the one that kind of like got us all hooked up with all the like kick-ass mics and all the good shit. You know, yeah, yeah. very cool. <laughs> Blue audio, right. in case they're listening. You know. That's shit. It's probably better than what I got going on. <laughs> awesome. So how, uh, how was your holidays? Everybody, anything fun, anything interesting or so far, just a lot of COVID. Yeah. Same. Uh, like everyone is just, it's popping off right now, but luckily it's mild. Yeah. It seems like. Yeah. So if you're going to get it, now's the time to get it and get those, yeah. uh, anybody's up so that's it cool. could be a good it could turn out to be a good thing that a mild one is sweeping yeah. through the country you know so yeah hopefully it's it's just yeah we were trying to figure out like new year's plans and then yeah. everyone just started dropping yeah. one by yeah. one by one by one and then my wife and i like all right it's just the two yeah. of us was go to dinner yeah. made reservations yeah. they called like <laughs> someone got covid not doing Damn. it <sighs> uh, yeah i mean shit no one's dying yeah i feel like that's I feel like that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Well, hopefully not. Yeah, yeah, would. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, no one's dying right now. So but that's, that's good. How about you guys? What'd you do for the holidays? Uh, I was supposed to go to New York, but then my stepfather popped positive for COVID. So I didn't go. Um, so ah. <laughs> yeah. but then I, have a, I have a, they're out in long Island, and I have a grandmother who's still alive in Manhattan. Um, and I haven't seen her since April and she's like, not doing well, but she hasn't been doing well for like a long time. So I got tested, made sure I didn't have it, and then drove right up, saw her for a night, and then drove home yesterday. Um, so that's that's really that's, that's been it. I mean, just like you, like COVID's knocking everything out. It's gonna be relaxing yeah. this year. It's gonna be nice. and I work tomorrow night, so I'll be working when the new year hits. So you guys got any plans for uh New Year's Eve? Anything cool at all? Like even with COVID, I know it's ruining. I, I gotta work. Um, but I get off at seven, so it's not like anything. It's not like I would miss anything, even if I didn't have to work. But I don't know, man. It's it's weird. Just like Scott was saying, everything just keeps getting like one after another after another of canceling, or we're not doing this anymore. And so it just seems like you know what? Maybe the thing to do is just yeah. stay home. Uh, at least like Scott has a smoking wife. I just got like you know, <laughs> you got Angela and Pamela, dude. My pillows, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> well mark are you are you still like a permanent resident of milwaukee or do you go back to texas no 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 i'm i'm in milwaukee for now for sure i actually i went down to texas uh for a week uh, over christmas and uh i gotta say man i was like once i landed i was just like yep i know i'm in texas because it was fucking hot <laughs> and i just had this it was like the weirdest thing kept it just kept pissing me off the whole time i was there was that like we would drive somewhere, you know, go to the grocery store or going wherever, and you're listening to the radio, and it's all these Christmas songs about letting it snow yeah. or how it's, you know, it's Christmas time. 
when it's like fucking 90 degrees outside <laughs> it's like this is bullshit you know what I mean? like i don't want to hear about like i don't want to hear mariah carey while i'm uh singing christmas songs while i'm putting yeah. you know sunscreen yeah. lotion on <laughs> no, you know no, no. this is bullshit oh while you're God. powdering your I sweaty never, taint yeah. <laughs> right see it'd be, it'd be different like say like we went on a like on a vacation, you know, like we went to the right. beach or something like that. That'd be totally different, but it wasn't like that. It was like, I was hanging out at my parents' house and it wasn't yeah. like, there's no beaches, no, like nothing like that, yeah. you know? <laughs> See, I've never had that, like that feeling. Cause I've grown up in the Midwest and it's always been cold and potential snowy. Yeah. So I never could have met. Well, we, besides doing that Vegas deal, like we were, it was like Christmas Eve. I think, no, we flew home the night before Christmas Eve, but it was like the closest mm. to being away in a warm climate yeah. but it was still cold i lived in hawaii for christmas um and that was weird like decorating the house when it's hot as shit it's just because like, <laughs> being from the northeast you know it's always like freezing but yeah i was actually See, born cool in texas if... too but only i only oh, lived right, there for like right. the first like nine months of my life so oh okay yeah. well you know it still counts yeah yeah corpus christi still, still one of us oh corpus yeah. that's even yeah. more hardcore too <laughs> yeah <laughs> Scott, where are you now? I'm in Milwaukee. Oh, so uh, you're both in Milwaukee. Yeah, so yeah. we're about okay. 10 minutes away, 15 minutes away. Oh, sweet. What what part of Milwaukee are you in? Southside, St. Francis. Oh, oh my, yeah. my, uh, my cousin lives in South Milwaukee. Ah, that's where I went to high school. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So I love that city, man. Like, I, Milwaukee, to me, is is my end, end game. Like, I, I hope I die there. Like, I whenever whenever all the when all the yeah seriously <laughs> when all the kids are like grown and out and i'm like ah, i'm out P- peace virginia milwaukee's where it's but going. you got to get in now because it's like cheap and yeah, now it's starting to balloon a little bit so it's gonna yeah, be like california prices when you're ready maybe so uh, i maybe. For, fortunately my cousin's got like uh, tons of hookups there and like has because everything was is super cheap there she came from boston and like you know she worked for like some corporations like not, not like shitty ones but like i don't know like reebok stuff like that you know <laughs> from the corporate world isn't in there anymore so she made some money that's the point and uh she like bought a whole bunch of shit in milwaukee because it was super cheap and she was coming from boston where you know nothing is super cheap so i might actually have like a a little like cool spot to land you know when i do come out there eventually that might not even be that expensive but who knows yeah down by uh down by scott it's definitely uh from what i've seen like affordable and it is blowing up like he says like kind of the suburbs are like you know where all the trendy cool spots are starting to to pop off now you know i mean it's still cool i'm on the east side so it's like i and i work downtown you know uh it's like um 10 minute walk to 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 get to the center of downtown for my place oh nice so are are you like near like the like art museum or whatever what yeah, that? oh, nice. That's probably, that's probably like a tw- twenty-minute walk, but like a nice walk through. Like, you know, you can walk through the um, through all these parks, and you can see the lake the whole time you walk to it. You know, and then uh, you'll get there, and it's it's really nice actually. During the summers, that's all I was doing because I mean, really couldn't do much else. So I was just going to the park and like I would read or you know check out the museum, and and that was about it, man. It was yeah. pretty, man. I swear, this week year was just so tamed, you know. Yeah. I'd- was have have both you guys like i know you were just saying stuff about like (laughs) shit might start getting expensive here at some point but have you guys noticed like an influx in population there because i know 
a mass exodus has been happening and like the northern states are definitely some of the places where lots of people are headed i think we've been like especially milwaukee they've been building it up for the last decade and especially down where mark's at it used to be just kind of you know suburban nothing too much and now it's high rises everywhere and they're just whatever piece of land they can find they're just shooting the tallest building on mm-hmm. top of it mm-hmm. and it's like a corridor of these cookie cutter condos uh, yeah hipsters buy and mm-hmm. people that have too much right. money buy and rent out on whatever website but you know teach their own but yeah they're blowing it up it's- it's weird. Yeah. Like to see it kind of uh, grow with the condos and everything downtown. It's also strange to see, like, it's like, you know, somebody flipped the light on and everyone now has to scatter. Like that's what you're also <laughs> seeing, yeah. you know? And it's, it's so yeah. weird. It's so weird to see all these people leave, but then all these people come in. So it's, it's just super strange. It's super, it's uh, something I've never like hmm. witnessed before, obviously, but, uh, but still it's just, it's just weird. Didn't you, like uh didn't you kind of live through that in Austin a little bit too? In well in Austin like uh every everyone just went to Austin. No one <laughs> left Austin, you know. Yeah. Until now, oh, yeah, right. Now, yeah. Now you're getting the the like people that that live there through the blow up are now leaving, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh like my friends are buying houses out in Buda or in Mainer, Round Rock, you know, no one's living yeah. in Austin, you know what I mean? And um, and if they are, they're not living anywhere where we used to live at, you know, like uh like Nathan and I, we uh kind of like came came up in this uh same apartment complex called the Metropolis, which was just this cr- like the craziest apartment complex you can ever think of. And it was so Austin, you know, it was like the all the buildings were painted different colors, some were painted like zebras. Like these are the buildings, you know, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and you could you were actually allowed to practice in your apartment, like oh, wow. so bands would flooding to this to this apartment complex and and uh, and and yeah Nathan and I were like uh, for those who don't know Nathan's bass player from Knock and Bones good friends he he was actually on the show recently yeah yeah, yeah he was yep um he uh, he and I like were just neighbors and so we would just party in this apartment complex it was nuts. And we were playing, paying like shit for it. I think I paid like 300 bucks for my apartment. Man. I had, I had like, it was a four bedroom apartment. So 300 bucks, like wasn't bad. You know, Man, it's, yeah, it's like nothing. $300 <laughs> for the whole four bedroom apartment. No, no. For my, for my oh, okay. room. Okay. Still though. Gotcha. So, yeah, what, yeah, that's still room. really good. Oh, yeah. But it was party though. So it wasn't yeah. like, you know, it wasn't like now where you're in your like 30 somethings and you're like, you know what? I can't have a roommate anymore. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? So like, it was like early twenties, like let's fucking party. Oh yeah. So that's what it was, you know, that same place right now, like you're probably, if you went to that same exact apartment, that four bedroom apartment, it's probably going to be like almost like a thousand each yeah. now just to live there. And they didn't do shit to it, yep. you know? Yep. Yeah. That's, that's like, what it would be probably here as well. Yeah. Yeah. Prices here are ridiculous. Oh, like the DC dude. area is just. I, really? Oh, oh, oh dude. Yeah. Like we're like top five for like most expensive in the country. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I, did, I had no idea. Yeah, DC sucks. <laughs> What's yeah? That's, no, go ahead. I've had fun there. It's it's a good place, you know. I guess maybe to visit. Yeah, well, it's a good place. It, I mean, I, I like living here, but it's <clears throat> it, you know, depending on where you live, you usually have to live out like the further out you go, the cheaper it is. Um, but it's a cool place yeah. to like hang out yeah. and party if you have money. <laughs> so like, mm-hmm. it sucks in terms of like, you know like economically or financially for yourself 
<laughs> but like it's a pretty cool spot to like hang out in if you got money. Right. Also, Scott and I will be sharing beers that oh, night. Here you dude. go. Here you go, bud. <laughs> oh, dude, if you go into like DC, like into the actual city, like you're not finding even at like anywhere at any bar, any venue, anywhere, you're not finding like a canned beer for like under six bucks. Yeah, like I, I yeah. well, would we talk what kind of canned beer? Are we talking like you know your lowbrow? Are you talking no, PBR? We're talking PBR, PBR, <laughs> PBR <laughs> Schlitz, Narragansett. Yeah. yeah, you still get like a PBR for like six bucks at a uh, Brewers game. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Yeah, See, that's tiny like one. That's game price. Yeah, a tiny one. But <laughs> every every bar, every venue, you're not finding. To be fair, it is the sixteen ounce cans. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but so. yeah, it helps. I, helps. I, helps, I yeah. went to the Black Cat like recently, Ron. I don't know. Oh, I love the Black Cat. I don't know when yeah, the last time yeah. you were there is, but like 16 ounce PBRs of the Black Cat are seven dollars a piece now. Yeah, yeah it's fucked. It wasn't. Fuck. It wasn't that, and dude, it, and I don't, it wasn't that like yeah. not that long ago. They were like like four, and that's which is like good for DC. But PBR mm. though just got super super popular, and I then. It did. Mm-hmm. Distribution got all greedy and you know things happen. Yeah, and, yeah, yep. you know, so you know, I'm not gonna say it, but F them. Yeah. <laughs> Move on to other crappy beer. Perhaps yeah. eat it. Well, the yeah, the big three in like this area that you can like find, you know, the cheap ones at least is like PBR, Narragansett, and Schlitz. Schlitz. Yeah, and across the board in DC, they're all like fucking six and seven dollars for a 16 ounce and national bohemian natty bow oh natty bow yeah because of maryland yeah that's a big ball yeah, you guys don't yeah. know about natty bow do you not yet tell me more yeah. oh. <laughs> national <laughs> bohemian. But, i guess you natty bow if you know it's just the greatest beer ever what, um, yeah what is it would it uh get the natty bow get the fucking natty bow or gtfo yeah, yeah we, natty my bow band has GTFO. a nat- song about natty bow i'm trying <laughs> nice. to like find somebody like that works for them like be like hey you should use this for a commercial yeah <laughs> <laughs> i like um, that yeah but uh yeah natty bow national bohemian is like a i don't know if i don't think it's brewed in baltimore anymore but it was a baltimore beard brewed beer it was dirt cheap i mean but it's it's one of those you know things if you're from maryland or baltimore it's yeah. kind of like holds a place in your heart and it's always the cheapest beer at any bar in Baltimore or Maryland. Brewed so. with real armpit sweat. Yeah, <laughs> of course. So, like boxer. Yeah. Mark knows about boxing. Oh God! So Scott, we we're like, hey, we're having practice. Like, cool. Let's pick up some beer. I was like, all right, cool. Let's go. And Scott picked up this beer called Boxer. It was. Have you ever heard of it? No, Never no, heard of it. No. Okay, yeah. There's, there's a reason. It, came, it, come, it came in a thirty-six pack. So wrap yeah. your head around that for a second. That's wow. not a usual thing. And I think it was like nine bucks or something. Yeah. So three case. That's three cases, right? Or no, is that a case and a half? Wait, a case is what? Well, a cube is 24. thirty. So it's like an extra right. six pack on that cube. So damn. Yeah. Seemed like a for nine bucks. <laughs> but I, I've had it before, and I remember it not being bad. But maybe because it was mixed bad. with the orange juice. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. These were bad, like, man. I struggle busking them down, and Mark was just like, well. 12 later i think i think sean ended up throwing them away because even people were coming over to watch the packers and it's free beer like you can't be there <laughs> crack it open take a couple sips they try like i'm gonna go get the hams oh wow i didn't know that that's awesome <laughs> yeah fucking hams. see it's it's easier for me to just like say fuck it and drink it when we're playing when i'm playing drums because it's yeah. just like you're just like okay, i need something yeah. i don't yeah. give a fuck what it is yeah. like ah you know? just need to be hydrated <laughs> yeah 
you know, so I could, that's easy. But like, I think if I was sitting down watching the game, yeah, I'd probably be like, no, nah, bro, we're, we're going to go do something else. Out of this. I guess his wife did power through most of them, but she was making beer mosas. Ah, I love, okay. I love beer mosas. Is, like, is that just beer and orange juice? Yes, sir. Okay. That's cool. It's, it's like my white trash mimosas, Ron, you know, or beer and champagine. Yeah, no, it's my, it, it's my fucking Miller. Wait, you can mix those. Oh yeah, why not? Uh, you can mix anything. I, Matt, <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah, <laughs> anything goes with orange juice, Mark, except for it's milk. Like, yeah, Matt. Matt has the uh, Miller Lights and pineapple juice. Yeah, yeah. that's his. Uh, that's, that's my white yeah. trash mimosa. Dude, I want to try <laughs> Do it. It's so good. <laughs> I can see that, that with like so... a high life though, because a high life yes. has more of that. I, uh, yeah, fuck yeah, do it with a high life. <laughs> I don't think it matters what beer you do it. <laughs> I know what I'm doing on New Year's Eve. Yeah, I'm fucking. Yeah. yeah, dude, I'm gonna take a photo and send it to <laughs> you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so what what are you guys sipping on tonight? I notice you're both sipping on the I got this uh lovely Cream City bricks from oh. Enlightened Brewery. <laughs> oh, so nice. Enlightened Brewery was kind enough to donate a shit ton of beer for our CD release listening oh, fuck. party. Fuck yeah. Awesome. And I also bought a shit ton of their beer, so I'm just enjoying it slowly. As, as we go here, he's Very a fellow cool. ginger. You got more. <laughs> nice. Yeah, those are good beers, man. It was super cool for them to help sponsor that event. That was actually a lot of fun. Just hanging out in this record shop. And we were like, uh, we had uh, Officer Bradford from Mass Intruder yeah. uh, playing music. And then uh, towards the end of the event, we actually played the record and everybody was checking it out. And that was actually super cool, you know? Awesome. Fuck yeah. Yeah. When was that? When was that? Yeah, shoot, that was like November. It was a nice warm day. I remember that. It was seasonably second. Warm. It was right before. Th- yeah, I think that sounds about right. Give or take or a de- week, or was it December? No, was it was November. Month? Yeah, it's before Thanksgiving. Did you guys? Ah, uh, <clears throat> I don't remember. No, it was like the twentieth. It was like the twenty-second or something like that. Because it was right after the record was released, which was on the nineteenth. Sounds about right. I'll take your word yeah, for it. It was okay. So, like, the record was released on the 19th, and whatever that Saturday was, that's when we did the listening party. Obviously, we had a couple of drinks, so we don't really remember. I, I just fact checked it. It was November 20th at Rushmore Records. Sweet. There you go. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I got kind of toasty that night. It was fun. Yeah, I was hurting the next day for sure. Slept in that sweatshirt for like the fifth day in a row. Oh man, yeah. Scott, Scott got us these uh, like the crew neck, the sweatshirts. I don't know what people what they call them, but it's a sweatshirt to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I sleep in mine like all the time. <laughs> it's comfy. Like it was one of those you couldn't get hoodies. I'm like, my wife's like, you should get the crew necks. Everyone mm-hmm. loves crew necks. It's like the in yeah. thing. I'm like, all right. So we do it. I'm like. Oh hell yeah, these are sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and and everybody loved them too. It was so cool, you know. And um I see them all the time. Like I see, you know, young cats like c- coming into the shop uh where I work at and everyone's wearing like the sweatshirts now and baggy jeans. It's weird. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, baggy jeans are making a comeback. It's like a Seinfeld episode every day, man. <laughs> See Elaine's coming in all the time. Red that was very nineties. <laughs> it is, man. I don't know what it. I don't know what. All you gotta do is throw a turtleneck underneath the crew neck sweatshirt, <laughs> and you're straight <laughs> No perms or those bangs that <laughs> yeah. like that rainbow bang. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. uh, I got uh, some uh, bullet. Nice. Uh, the bourbon, the rye. Oh, oh fuck the rye yeah! Oh cool. That the Good green shit. label, dude. That's that's like was 
I, I, I guess I could still say is, but um, one of my staples always on my shelf, the bullet rye, one of my all time faves. It's a, it's super easy and super smooth. Yep. Like I, I, mm-hmm. there's just like no way to go wrong with it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I actually, you know what? It's funny. Uh, so when I went to Texas, I bought this huge bottle and it was, and I, and then uh, I left it there. I can't remember when I went. And so when I went back, it was still there. And I was like, fuck that. I'm bringing that shit with me back to fucking Milwaukee <laughs> yeah, right. this time. So have you ever had their, like uh, they, I, they put it out like once a year. It's like their 10 year limited release. I've seen it. No, never had it's it. good. The white label. Yeah. It's really good. That, the she burns, man. She burns. She bites back. <laughs> Wolf. <laughs> Do you guys like scotch? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, I can't. I don't. I can't drink scotch, but I love bourbon. Love bourbon. So I like, guess I'm a freak. <laughs> well, do you like mezcal? Um, what's mezcal? I don't know what that is. So it's uh, not tequila. It's more like um, oh. it's straight up agave. It's more roasted agave, kind of like moonshine in a sense, but it's. It's, really, really roasted, smoky flavor. I don't think I've ever had it's it. It's tequila, um, but like kind of better. Okay. It, it, it's like, you so. know, if you're a snob, yeah, uh, but yeah. like scotch <laughs> has that peatiness to it and that smoky flavor. Yeah, yeah, so I'm wondering yeah. if it's the, if the peatiness gets you in the scotch. So I, I think, so my, my friend is like really big into scotch and he gave me this like super peaty, like scotch ones. It, it tastes <laughs> like I was drinking dirt. Was it, it was so bad. Was it Lagavulin? I don't know what it was, but it was like <laughs> fucking. It tasted like dirt, and I was like, "This is fucking horrific, dude! I can't even." I don't. I, I just you just you drink it because I don't want to waste it. Like so, um, but bourbon is like so sweet and warm and toasty and nice and. It's a warm hug, right? From yeah, a giant right. teddy bear. She's like, you yeah. know what? I'm in your belly. What's yeah. up, friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that's, that's actually a really good explanation. Yeah. I like that a lot. But uh, back to the PD, like that's a definitely an acquired taste or like either love it or hate it kind of like cilantro i remember being on this trip and uh, this lady we're with she she hates peaty stuff Mm. so like oh they have one called peat monster i'm gonna be i'm gonna order it (laughs) glass comes by she's like oh my god smells horrible what are you doing i'm like so we have where this is cologne this is it's amazing (laughs) burb yeah i I like um wild turkey 101 that's my go-to like affordable Mm bourbon so, so funny story about that i cracked a bottle open i hadn't gotten over the covid but i lost mm-hmm. my sense of smell and taste yeah it's like okay see if i can burn <laughs> it out yeah <laughs> nothing couldn't taste it was just like hot water wow uh, that's, that's weird, dangerous dude. yeah that is super dangerous oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> messed up. i got really excited i was making hot toddies and i was doing that straight mm. up because i yeah, why not yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what? Wild Turkey made one long branch and that one's super fucking good, dude. I heard about that. I haven't tasted oh, it yet. Oh, God. Though. I fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's like burnt in oak barrels, but the wood that they use is mesquite wood. So oh, it's nice. like has like a real like earthy, smoky flavor to it. I just love okay, it. And cool. then so and then where I'm from, like that's if you barbecued, like that's what you cooked with was yeah. mesquite. So I, mean, I could be yeah. biased, but it's fucking good, though. No, you're not cool. biased. Texas barbecue is the there best you go. barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it I, is. I like Carolina barbecue. I like the mustard. Really? I I, I mean, I like it too. But I, I, I'll, I'll give it to you guys. Good. Yeah. You guys do it right. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't, there's no barbecue I don't like, I guess. It's oh. true too. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's all really fucking good. Yeah. So whatever. Just grill it and fucking put some sauce yeah. on it and a 
You haven't yeah. been to a small city that you can fuck up barbecue really easy. You can. Yeah. <laughs> come, I've had barbecue I did not like. Come come here to Virginia. You'll 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 find a lot of shitty barbecue. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, all right then. Yeah, fuck it. There's no such thing as good Virginia barbecue. Did barbecue and meth? All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a... <laughs> Two of my four favorite things. So <laughs> That's not true. That's right, I'm well. joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Vegetarian, so it's yeah, okay. He's joking. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you guys ever mess with like the cask strength bourbons? Uh, no, yeah, I, I have haven't. From time to yeah, time, that that shit's so good, but so dangerous because that percentage, like, it, mm-hmm. you, it's so smooth through being as high as it is. <sighs> but a wicked headache, dude. The <laughs> the best, the best, cheapest bottle of bourbon you can buy. Uh, is Evan Williams bottled and bonded? Have have you either you guys? I have not that? had that one, but I know what you're talking about. It's a it's a sixteen dollar fucking bottle of bourbon, and and it's like hundred and ten proof, and it's fucking fantastic. Ooh. You cannot beat it. It like for for the price, it's absolutely like it's banging. No, I don't like it. <laughs> Virginia no, over here. No, I can't do it. I, I'm sorry, man. I mean, you're right. It's fucking. It's worth like as far as price goes. Yeah, fuck, yeah, you can't beat that. But like, nope, for sixteen bucks, man, you can't. No, nah, I can't. I can't. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah. skip that one. <laughs> what What was your? Uh, what was the first, like, your first exposure to punk rock? Do you remember like what kind of got you into everything? Yeah, so like it was like I remember it was like seventh grade, and there's a couple of buddies that you know people are getting the sports, others were getting into music, and we're getting more into music. And you started getting some mixtapes. So buddy put it like it was no effects, green day, uh, up Ivy and just a bunch of stuff on there. And he's like, all right, let's start a band. Then basically went to the music store and said, buying video game systems, we bought guitars and took some lessons. And then it just kind of evolved from there, you know, the mainstream pop punk. And then it just opens the whole, you know? Yeah, totally. Pandora's box, basically punk rock. When was that for you? Like what year, what are, what years? <sighs> what is seventh grade? Uh, like uh, puberty, right? Uh, most awkward <laughs> years of your life. Like, um, like at 12, like 12, 12 13, 13 years. Yeah. 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 Before that, you know, I was just listening to what, you know, your, my mom listened to, which was nineties oh, yeah. pop, eighties pop. <laughs> I was a huge Madonna fan before yes. punk rock. <laughs> exactly. Like Madonna nice. posters and t-shirts and shit. Like, and Michael Jackson. Yeah. Dude, you can't Pretty see badass. it. You can't see it. But like above this like mm-hmm. uh, air conditioning thing that doesn't even work. Yeah. <laughs> there's a Madonna uh, cover yes. out of the album artwork for um, what was it? the blue. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, the blue code or the blue, blue order or something like something okay. like that. I, yeah. I can't remember what it now. Now. Now I'm spacing awesome. it now that I now that I need to remember it. I'm That's spacing awesome. on it now. <laughs> yeah, I got a Madonna record on, on there okay. on display. Sweet. Fucking Madonna. Damn it. Now I'm going oh, yeah. to try to what, what, what about you, Mark? How, what got you into punk rock? Oh, good. No, I think uh, I think we were um, like sixth grade, sixth and seventh grade. And uh, started. it actually started kind of like coming around from getting high all the time. It's like we would because like I grew up right on the border of Mexico. So there was always like weed everywhere, you know. But like if you smoked weed, you were like a bad kid, though, you know. So you were smoking in like sixth and seventh grade? In seventh grade, yeah, for That's sure. A little bit in sixth grade. Well, the thing is, the, se- <laughs> and then the seventh grade, the seventh grade campus was like 
seriously, like it was, oh man, not even a five minute walk from my house, you know? Yeah. And so like when, when I would wake up and walk to school, I'd like walk along this like dry Creek bed and like hide out and like chief out a little bit and then go to school, you know, <laughs> go to school stoned as shit. It was fun. But no, I, I remember it kind of being like that. It wasn't fun, Mark. And so it kind of, it kind of drew me into that kind of crowd, I guess you can say. And so yeah. then that's when I started getting, getting exposed to like alternative music. And then, um, yeah, seventh grade, I got deeped into it, but I was also listening to a lot of like metal and newer metal then, so which was like corn and Limp Biscuit and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that shit was kind of cool at the time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, but then the street punk stuff started happening for me, though. So it was a lot of like, you know, the casualties and like Sham 69. And then, yeah, No Effects and uh, Op Ivy was huge on for me, mm-hmm. too. And then, uh, and then yeah, it just kind of like came, came out of that. Um, and then, yeah, I, uh, I remember it was, uh, I think it was in eighth grade, a buddies of mine, they wanted to do like this, uh, uh, this, we wanted to play during the intermission of the show that was happening, you know, uh, from all the, from the high school kids at this mm-hmm. bar. So we're like, yeah, let's get a band together. And like, let's pick a bunch of songs to cover. So we learned a bunch of songs. I remember, I remember one of them was like dead bodies from rancid you know <laughs> great song and uh yeah and i was gonna play drums so i was like fuck yeah let's do this and i remember the first time like getting behind the drum set and like doing it and i was just fucking like this is so cool well then we ended up playing that show but none of us ever practiced together though we just all practiced on our own oh really that's funny oh it was and it was awful it was so <laughs> bad it was so so bad uh and then but we all had a lot of fun though so yeah. then we all decided like, Hey, let's keep, do you guys want to jam again? Like I actually jam and they're like, yeah, let's do it. And so then we started running out this uh, storage locker and we would set up practice nice. in there. And then that's when it really, that's when it really kicked off for me. It was just like fucking playing drums yeah, after school every single day that I could. And then that was it. Cool. Cool, man. Scott, what, what about your first show? Like your first band experience? Like, Oh, you know, around the same age. Yeah, it's about the, yeah, seven, about seventh, eighth grade. Similar things like you want to play the battle of the bands. It's like a brand new thing. You get a couple guys together. You get a cover band going, and you know, you haven't played a show before. You don't know what's up, right? And you, but you think you're cool as shit because oh, yeah. you know you're going through puberty and you know you got your billabong on and you're cool. Uh, <laughs> necklaces, baggy pants, oh, yeah. <laughs> Vans, um, but. You're rolling up with, you know, you, you got your really cheap guitars and then your practice amps that are like this big yep. that are like barely yeah. 10 watts. And you're like, all right, you got a PA suite. And then also you see all the older kids rolling in half stacks and all those like <laughs> big racks for drums. And you're like, yep. oh, shit. I think <laughs> yeah. we're a little outmatched here. And then the tightness of these other bands because they've been playing together and, you know, you've been playing for less than a year and like, wow. A lot of room yeah. for improvement, but a lot of motivation because for some reason, I don't know about you guys, musicians are very competitive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was the competitiveness was definitely a thing, especially coming up in Austin uh, for me. Cause like, that's when it was just like really kicking off as like this live capital music of the world or whatever it was, yeah. you know, live music capital. And uh, yeah, if you, if like you weren't, you know, on your game, there was like 10 bands ready to take your spot, you know? Yeah. And also the embarrassment. You didn't want to be the, you didn't want to be the shitty band. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. But you, everyone has to start off as the shitty band. You got to be the shitty. You got to pay, oh, your, you dues. Gotta be the you gotta pay your dues. You got to know. You have to like fall not knowing what you're doing. Because I remember it was yeah. like, okay, your band's up. Why is why aren't your drums already set up so you could just get on stage? Yeah, like, yeah. oh, I was supposed to do that before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. And so that half the set is already wasted because I was just setting up my drums. Yeah. That was a learning experience. I never done that after after yep. that. Or, again. <laughs> once you start getting all right and you get somewhat of a following because it's high school and you got friends, and then you start getting taken advantage of from these promotion companies where you gotta sell tickets. For, oh, for, yeah. for mm. this battle of the yeah. bands yeah. And, and usually at, like oh, one of the cool venues in town and you're like everyone wants to play at a venue like i'm doing it but there's 30 bands playing and yeah yeah oh my god and they just ripped you off hard yep. yeah i remember we got in the middle of one of those and we were making it pretty far and we just got sick of like you know six round and we got to the point like yeah we're not we're not going to sell tickets so we didn't even try show up to the show and the promoter's like all right guys you guys got a real chance here how many did you sell none and he's like what the <laughs> fuck do you mean none he's like you're not gonna win i'm like it doesn't matter it's audience votes whatever yeah if they like us they like us if they don't they don't and we got it was almost promising that night but obviously we didn't bring a crowd so uh we proved him slightly wrong i guess but yeah, yeah but they, still got, they still got the money at least you got the chance to play without like having to hustle that because that's what the whole thing it's like this pyramid scheme but for bands you know what yep, I mean? it's like yeah. hey, sell these tickets for me Right. And then obviously, since the tickets are sold, people will come to the show and then, you know, bar sales and everything else. Yeah, it was a real quick way to scheme on younger bands growing up. Do they still do that stuff? I'm assuming they do all the time. Yeah, I don't think it's as prevalent as it once was, but yeah, it still happens for sure. Yeah, a lot of times. I mean, there's I don't know if it's venue specific or promoter specific. I, I mean, like. Like Baltimore Soundstage, uh, it's a pretty big venue in Baltimore. They do. And I know, like, yeah, they do all the time. Like, there'll be a big a national act coming through, and if you want to play with them, it's like, all right, here's, you know, whatever. Here's these tickets. Sell these tickets, you know. Or it's just like, sell the tickets or give me the money for the ticket. You know what I mean? Basically, you're yeah. just like, buy, you know, pay to play, you know. So You're on the hook um, for 50 tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or 100 so, in some cases. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it still happens that. for sure. Yeah. Don't ever do this, kids. Don't don't fall for the no, trap. Yeah. Oh, yeah, don't don't pay to play. Don't ever well, do it. <laughs> by the way, I, find, I figured it out it's True Blue is the Madonna record that I have. Oh, okay. true, yeah. 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 Cool. Great fucking record. <laughs> fucking Madonna. Oh yeah. Who's hot? Oh, Madonna's, Madonna. Madonna's cool. Oh, dude. Fuck yeah. She well, was. Did she know? Did she just do something like recent? Was she in, like did she? the limelight for a second again? It sounds probably you know maybe. you know she she had a label I don't know if she still does or still runs a label Maverick? I know she had a label is that what it is maybe she almost she almost signed rancid to that label ha. really oh, <laughs> wow that would be a- yeah like I had heard, seen an interview uh, that they were they were talking about how like Madonna approached them and they were like fuck yeah we love Madonna like you know who doesn't but at the same but at the same time they're like no we want to do something yeah, yeah. a little bit more for us and so they went a different route but. I mean, they—it's their story, so I'm just repeating. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> if they said it's got to be true, <laughs> it still yeah. would have been kind of cool. Fuck yeah! If Madonna came up to us, I'd have been like, Scott, give me your pen. Yep. Yeah, 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 pen, yeah. Scott. We're Scott, signing pen. with Madonna. Get that pen. tattoo. We're signing. Hell yeah! I think she's 63 or 64. Dude, I'll still, still take yeah. a chance. Oh, still smoking. Yeah, still smoking. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Hey, Madonna, you want to come see the record that I have hung up in my apartment? <laughs> <laughs> 
you guys um all right so since we're talking about music and stuff what are you guys currently listening to like what are you spinning right now let me put my itunes <laughs> let me uh I'll, I'll pull it up on the phone right now yeah let's see because it it's a lot of back and forth throughout the day for me it's like try to listen to yeah. something newer and then it just goes on whatever i can get into oh uh the new dan uh dan vapid and the cheats been listening to that uh cool. this band called basement i don't know if you guys are familiar it's like like a throwback like it reminds me of like late 90s it's fun uh they have some current records out i highly recommend it it's it's good stuff called basement called basement yeah okay basement yeah check them out uh yeah that's um, the copyright's new album that's a really good one. Oh, yeah. Copyright's one, new that, one is fucking killer. It yeah. is. That one's been on heavy rotation for myself as well. But yeah. like the last four artists that I was just listening to was Queen. Fuck yeah. Nice. Uh, this, this band from Austin called Nowhere Bound. Um, Dylan was actually in that band for a while, too. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I've listened to him. Be- Same here. Because of him, I think most likely. Yeah. But yeah, they're fucking. They're this record that they have, Hearts and Arrows. It's fucking phenomenal. I fucking love it. It's so good. So like, on like a, you know, it's almost the weekend, and you're like not there to yet to get partied on, but you want to party still. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like the perfect record. That's how I explain it to people. You know, uh, Monster <laughs> Squad, and then uh, which is kick ass street street punk band, and then uh, the weekend. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> jazz it up a little. You know. Hell yeah. uh well first my my girlfriend's son he's seven he fucking loves the weekend he's like constantly singing (laughs) yeah the one song yeah one song it's the uh, one song that yeah yeah. i can't i don't know the name of it but he's like constantly singing it's his favorite song or or it's the newer one to his face recently or something that was like no, I think it was all. Or was fake. that a joke? That was a fake. Okay. okay. I think it was all promotional thing where you like okay. fucked up his face, but it, it was looks just like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah I keep fun. telling Scott we need to cover this one song from 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 the weekend, but like make it you know kick ass. Yeah. How's it go, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hum it. Come on. Do we know what you want? Oh man, I can't remember. It's like it's that one that's like super eighties. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's gonna want to do this, you know, just like bob your shoulders back, you know, back and forth. It's just like, damn, something about this. Just I don't, I, it'll, it'll come on randomly somehow, and I'll just be sitting there, and all of a sudden, this starts happening. I'm just moving my shoulders. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck, it's happening. It's yeah. got me again. That shit happens. Mark in a dark bar in the corner, just <laughs> dimly lit by the jukebox, putting his buck in, putting that on, and then slowly doing his little thing yeah. and not turning away from the jukebox. <laughs> that's the Cowboy fucking 80s. On, bandana hanging out, just. <laughs> That's that's not you know that's Dancing not for you, bro. We're just staring at a chick with a super serious face as you do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it doesn't work, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. How to get slapped? Yeah, it's like, yeah. or I get, get kicked out of a Facebook bar. Live. Or kicked out of a bar? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think Freddie Mercury has the greatest voice in all of rock. And roll. Oh, I mean, that's that's my opinion. I've had that conversation with people before, and nobody has convinced me otherwise. So. <laughs> It's a strong argument. Yeah. Are you going to tell me the guy no, in the he... darkness can rival that? <laughs> has it? Has it <laughs> no. Has anyone ever heard? I, I know Ron has because I've told him about him, but have you guys ever heard of that fucking like uh, kind of hairish metal band from now called um, uh, Night Demon? Not familiar. That, they're, they're super rad. Three piece, like 
like 80s thrash almost they're almost kind of even punk rocky um but uh they cover a queen song they cover we will rock you it's the raddest queen cover i have ever heard who's it by again uh, night demon night yeah demon. yeah right, three pe- three piece fucking thrash hair metal band from just fucking, such a rad metal from oakland metal they're, they're so <laughs> good they're, they're so oh, good. right on yeah. they're so all good. right if you're gonna start a metal band what would the name be go Oh. Mark, shit. <laughs> Let's go. go, oh, go. That's, that's what it would have been. I should already, yeah, shit, yeah. <laughs> shit. <laughs> With like the logo all like really. <laughs> yeah, I would have just made squiggly lines that you couldn't read. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> so, all right. <clears throat> we'll ask this question now, which is not a music related question, but if you were on death row, what would your final meal be? Ooh. <laughs> I've, I've thought about this a lot actually and mm-hmm. like everyone has like that desert island sandwich or yeah that that, that meal oh gotta like narrow it down a little bit it's a tough one yeah yeah this uh this is kind of wide open especially if you're a food I, lover you know like yeah it's the <laughs> thing like i'd go like i went a whole week eating mexican food for lunch and dinner mm-hmm. mark was there with me he saw it happen I was about to say, man, I don't know. I might go tacos. Yeah. I mean, I just had, I just had tacos for dinner and, you know, you told me I was going to have tacos tomorrow and the next day and the next day I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. You know, (laughs) actually, you know what it is? Cause we can't get good ones here in Wisconsin. Um, A California burrito. You got the shrimp, the steak, the French fry, Mm. the nacho cheese, the guacamole, and that really like toasted tortilla. Go uh, like, go like uh, Jalisco style. That's that's how yeah oh, that's how they do it down. It's a great burrito. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like I like the burritos too. Uh, actually, you know what? My the most like delicious burrito that I've ever had in my entire life was actually in of all places in Salt Lake City. Wow. Huh. And I talked to this. I actually talked to a couple like I think last week about it because they're from Salt Lake, and I was like, oh man, best burrito I've ever had. And they're like, really where? And I was like, well, it was on the main strip. At this place, it used to be this tiki, this tiki club. They, they used to have uh, used to be a venue, and he was like, "Oh yeah, that one spot." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And he's like, "Dude, I know exactly the truck you're talking about because it was a taco truck. It's still there, and it's still rocking." But yeah, it was super cool. Like he would he'd heat up the tortilla and he put the meat in there, whatever you want it, and then he'd hand it to you open, and then you'd go to the to the um, ice cooler or the cool box on the side, and then you would put all the fixings that you wanted in there and then you nice. hand it back to him and then he'd wrap it and then grill it and then give it back to you. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I seriously doubt that's how it's done now, but. So yeah, like, it's know. like being in charge at Qdoba. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you extra cheese on this. I'm not paying yeah. extra dollar. <laughs> Since you said Tiki there for a second, it reminded me of something from Milwaukee. Have you guys ever, I'm, I'm sure you have, you both live there, but been to foundation. I was just going to say foundation. Yeah. Uh, Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, oh, I'm going to move my camera here for a second, but check it out. He's going to show us his underwear. That's what I thought he was going to do. <laughs> All right on. Yeah. Nice. Foundation Tiki Bar. That's cool. Sticker. That fucking place rules. We got actually kind of lucky two miles down the road and then two miles from the practice space, my brother's house. One of the old bartenders opened his own spot. Oh, no. Um, shit. Yeah. Trader Nick's. Trader Nick's, yeah. That place is dangerous. Like two cocktails, and you're like, "Fuck my." I'm saying, that, I was just about to say, that's a, it's a tough two miles. 
Okay. <laughs> like there are, there's two miles and then there's two miles and like, you, and like no one would ever know what the hell I was talking about. But, but because of this joint though, it's like, Oh fuck, this is a, this is a tough two miles. Cause those drinks, you know, they'll get you there. And if you're driving yeah. in the suburbs, yeah. Ooh, watch out, man. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay. So- the recipe usually is like the two daiquiri of the days. And then you switch the beer. Do not go for the third tiki drink. Hang out for a bit, play some pinball, yeah. let it mellow out. Don't smoke that cigarette because you're going to get all woozy. <laughs> Just get home. <laughs> no, but you know what, though? I'm going to go with tacos, though. Street tacos from a kick-ass truck. Like, yeah. I'm, and I want all the fixings, but like, not just like regular shit. Like I want like to go crazy. I want some of those like crazy pink caramel onions with and some nice. cabbage in there. Throw some, some avocado and Radish. it's gotta be, I want the spice, the, the salsa verde. Give Fuck it all. Yeah. All of it. I want it yeah. all. Green stuff. Fuck yeah. The green one. Green, yeah, like and the then, fucking green one. Yeah. And a kick-ass bottled Coke. You know, the ones from Mexico. Oh, those are yeah. the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's you know it's but, funny because yeah. I w- I always said that that the last thing that I would want to pass through my lips is Coke because it's it's heaven in a bottle. I don't know who invented it, but goddamn, it's the greatest fucking beverage. <laughs> See, thank you, thank you for saying that because I've actually had arguments with people where they're like, I don't like Coke. And it's like, well, no, you probably don't want to drink it because you don't want it because it's like right, it's horrible honest, for it's, you. It's yeah. not horrible for you. Yeah. You probably don't yeah. want to drink it, so right. you want to sit. So like, just say that. Like, no, I don't want to drink, and so, I'm watching. But no. but if anyone says that they hate so like Coca Cola or Coke yeah. products or not, they're fucking lying. Yeah, they are lying. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like a fountain Coke or. A I mean, the bottle's good too, but like a fountain coke with like, oh man, so uh, yeah, it is like bar, the fountain. Yeah, bar bar soda is like the best because especially depending on how they have the lines, the syrup's just a little gassed up on it, and it's like yeah, yeah. extra sweet. Like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. See, <laughs> I agree with I agree with you, Scott. I 100 agree with you. Bar soda to me, bar coke is like it's awesome, but if you give it to like just like a like average person i feel like people don't like it probably not yeah but is it it's not even coca-cola though the bar coke. no it's not coca-cola it's like bar no. cola whatever but it's like just the bar well yeah because they're so just good. like they got to use it for mixing they don't really right, do yeah. shit but maybe yeah. it's just because of me maybe because i grew up working in bars but i just fucking grew a taste for it and i was like fuck yeah well i always get bummed out you're like you want that bar soda and then instead they come out with a can and you're like uh, really yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're giving me the good shit fuck you <laughs> you're you're absolutely right about that whole thing though mark because like i hate soda but i don't hate soda because it tastes terrible i hate soda because it's fucking horrible for you and i very right. very rarely ever drink soda very very rarely but mm-hmm. but goddamn a nice cold nice ice cold coca-cola in the can yeah. open up it's fucking delicious like i I, yeah, yeah. Sure. I will not lie so, to myself and say it's not because it fucking is it's so good <laughs> so is it safe to say we have no pepsi fans in the room fuck no i was just gonna say for anybody listening that is like <laughs> thinking that pepsi is better than coke fuck you go jump off yeah fuck you. you go you <laughs> okay coke. what about cherry <laughs> cherry coke though cherry coke oh is yeah i can level. i can di- well, i can nail some fucking cherry coke down too oh. <laughs> No, you yeah. know what the the the, the I've I've been like not forced, but it was just kind of like last. I want I wanted a, a, a soda so bad, 
And so like, all they had was a, they had a, a Pepsi products, but they had the cherry Pepsi. And I was like, you know what? That one's all right. I'll do yeah, that. Yeah. If it comes yeah. down to it, then that's the I'd, one I'm going to go I'd, for. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm the dude that if I ask for a Coke and they say it's Pepsi, okay, I'm saying no, or I'll say, <laughs> or I'll say, do you have Dr. Pepper? Cause that, that's one Pepsi product. that That's I a Pepsi product. Yeah. Yep. Dr. Pepper. And that's the shit I would. So I, growing up, like, you know how you, like you were a product of your parents or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. whoever was buying the groceries. Yeah. So all my mom would buy was diet Pepsi. Oh, oh. Oh. You know how nasty <laughs> diet Pepsi is? Yeah. It's like, and then before diet Pepsi, it was tab. Tab, yep. <laughs> Didn't they stop making that? Uh, they brought it back up for like a little bit. You can find it like a target every now and again. Um, but then she would buy normal Pepsi because we would complain. But it, as soon as you get your lips on a Coca-Cola, that's so much better. Oh, so much better. Yeah. Game I don't know changing. how Pepsi exists. Well, like, how the <laughs> fuck does that thing still exist? When Monopolies. That's why. Yeah, Supposedly, <laughs> the only difference between the two is is Coke is cinnamon and Pepsi is vanilla. Uh, that is supposedly the only difference in the know. recipes. Supposedly, yeah. I don't know, man. My dad always know. bought R- RC Cola. Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. 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 Staple. Yeah, that was that was a that was a my grandfather's favorite. <laughs> favorite. RC. Yeah. yeah, RC. It was like, all right, cool. I'll I'll, I'll dig yeah. on this for a little while. Yeah. I remember yeah. drinking Royal it. Crown. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. <clears throat> so tacos for both of you pick tacos? Uh, I picked the California burrito, but I okay, was also kind of thinking of like chili quiles all of a sudden, but the burrito seems like a solid. Yeah, it's that's a pre- like honestly, if it ain't tacos, it's burritos. So yeah, that's a really good, a good one. Way to go. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's cool. got all the meat in there. You're good. Oh yeah. All right, cool. So all right, now you're both dead. So you and you've been cremated. So now you <laughs> you have your ashes, right? And now one thing they do, they actually really do this, is they could you take your ashes and form it into a vinyl record. Ah, yeah. Of your choice. Oh. So if you were to take your ashes and put it into a vinyl record, it has to be a record that already exists, not a made up record. What what record would you pick? Stay what you are by saves the day. With which one? Stay what you are by saves the day. Oh, you like saves the day? Yeah. Oh, I'm a, I love saves the day, dude. Yeah. Like <laughs> I think like especially in high school, like when I heard through being yes. cool, it was like oh, went into this, this record a... store and I saw the album and you had the listening stations. I'm like, what is yeah. this? I had just like barely enough money to buy the album and it did not leave my car for the entire summer on repeat. It like <laughs> such a good record, man. So good. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Ah man, you were quick on that one. Yeah, he I, he I really was. That's that, that I think that's the first saves the day reference ever on this show. Yeah, that also was probably the quickest answer ever to that question. Yeah, I think you've. I thought I thought you were gonna say like you have your ashes now. What do you do with them? And that was like already. I was oh. like Scott ready to go, and then he changed it on me, and I was like, oh fuck. You can answer that too. <laughs> well, no. If I gotta put it in a record, I'm gonna put it on a record. I think. Oh man, this is a, that's a that's a. That's a doozy of a question. Let me tell you. I like it though. Yeah. I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going to go with uh, Ramon's Road to Ruin. Yeah. It's a good one. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's short. It's sweet. It's good. It's got, it's got like a lot of flavor in it. It's got a lot of like heart in it. And then they do this cover of needles and pins. And I don't like, if I, if I get to that point, like I'm singing it, like, like, like what you would imagine would be like the punk rock version of like, somebody like at a cowboy bar and a cowboy singing like a sad country <laughs> song. That's like my, me, but punk rock version of it though. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So now who is on your uh, Mount Rushmore of punk rock and, and you get a crazy horse too. So you get five. 
Oh, Jesus. Oh, dude. Like, yeah. so solos, solo yeah, so people. people. Yeah, people. Fuck you. That's a- <laughs> I don't like this question. Sure. <laughs> you know what? I take your time I, too. We edit. Yeah, yeah. We edit. So you, yeah. yeah. So, like, there's no Matt. Yeah. I said I, I like wanted I to, like, a list of questions before we started. Okay. <laughs> I got to, like, write this down and go through, like, this whole different, like, <laughs> man. Okay. Well, see, here's the thing. Okay. So, for me, like, uh, as far as punk rock, and this is just for me, but like the end all be alls, the Ramones, like mm-hmm. that is like the top of the mountain. And even when it comes to music, in the sense of like how it's played and how it should be played and presented, like they just did it. They did it yeah. for me, you know, from end to end. And you kind of like have an, uh, there's a lot of that, like, well, who gets the, you know, who is the, the credit? Uh, given to you know and it's tough to say like you know you want to say johnny you know uh we've had like- yeah we've had this conversation before with a lot of people like which because a lot of my first answer to this question was the the four original remotes yeah or my mount rushmore because yeah how could they not be like um <clears throat> but that's not fun so <laughs> no no i know i actually yeah. i thought yeah. about answering it that way yeah, yeah. the remotes yeah totally <laughs> but uh so that one's tough that one's tough for me i you know what just for this for this sake i would say um okay one uh yeah one i'm gonna go uh giant ramon just because he's a guitar playing and i fucking love the way he played and i loved he was just it was all energy it's all you got from him his energy you know he was the attitude of the remotes yeah like yeah, he, was, he totally was. And he's, and he's on my Mount Rushmore too for that reason. So, yeah, I can say you're uh, correct, but you're correct. <laughs> There's no right, right or wrong answer. Uh, okay, yeah. So this is just general music. Or, oh no, this is punk rock. Punk rock. Punk yeah, rock. Punk rock. That's right. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna go uh, John Ramon. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go fucking uh, Smelly from No Effects, the drummer. Nice, great drummer. He was huge influence on me. Uh, like vast, you know. <clears throat> Have you read their okay. book, Hepatitis Bath Club? Either of you? No. Oh, dude, it is the most disturbing, <laughs> entertaining book you will ever read. There is a uh, just quick. I don't mean to interrupt you from your. No, no, no. Uh, go ahead. Give you time to think a little bit. But there you go. Yeah, I think there's you. a there's a story in there about Smelly because uh, he was a heroin addict for a while, mm-hmm. and the way he used to get heroin and uh. <laughs> So I guess so heroin dealers would keep the heroin in their cheeks in bags. And then when you would walk up to them and you would take it out of their cheek and put it in your cheek. So it was always in your mouth or somebody's mouth so that you could, it could be swallowed if a cop was coming or whatever. So one time Smelly was driving in a car with a girl and he got pulled over by the cops. So he swallowed his bag of heroin. So he spent the whole night shitting in, <laughs> in his parents' spaghetti colander <laughs> until it came out and then he cleaned the colander in the sink and put it back in the cabinet nice jesus so there's your smelly story yeah. but that book hepatitis bad tub and other stories is a fucking amazing book um it's I, I can't believe the shit in that book but anyway so that's that's pretty that's yeah. a good one i knew it was a heroin addict yeah, yeah. um Oh man, I just had I had the a third one in my head. Th- is this all bands awesome. or like individuals in bands? Individuals, individuals. individuals. Yeah. individuals. yeah, I gotta write this down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Lars from Rancid. Fuck cool. yeah. 
Yeah. First Lars on that's the first person to say Lars. Is it? Yeah. Well, we have a lot you of Tim Armstrong. We've had a couple of Tim Armstrongs. Yeah. You're the first smelly too. Yeah, you are the first smelly. Right on. I'll take that. Well, dude, uh man, Lars Fredrickson and the Bastards was like fucking awesome. Great band. And I and I always wanted to uh, see that band live and it and it never happened. When they were touring, it never came through Texas, you know, mm. ever. Well, they made tour again uh, here now cuz didn't they just put out like something new recently? Did they? Pretty sure they well, did. I know he put he put out like a solo record and he's and in it he was playing a bunch of uh Bastards songs. Okay. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, I know. And it's just like him and a guitar. And it's fucking cool because it's not even like an acoustic guitar. Most of those tracks are like on his fucking like gnarly distortion fucking just playing to it. And it's fucking badass. I'm going to have to check that out now. I knew. I- yeah, it's pretty It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's just Lars Fredrickson. That's fucking really good. Um, Fuck, who's the f- number four? Number four. Uh... Oh, shit. I, this hurts my head. It's like going through like all these different. <sighs> It'll be different yeah. tomorrow. Yep. Like That's Matt and I exactly. this question. Yeah. Like no, no, yeah, it's never gonna. Same with never... the um, ashes, the vinyl question. It's like, yeah. Every time Matt and I answer that, it's a different fucking. Yeah, because yeah. tomorrow when I when I think about this, I'm gonna be like, damn it, why didn't I see the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> shaking your shoulders yeah do, do the shoulder shit yeah. see every time you guys do that now you're gonna be like oh fuck oh, I'm yeah. doing the mark <laughs> uh man i don't know now i gotta kind of like i need a little bit of a reference here so you got two more so you got your final mount rushmore and your i already know horse. who my i already know who my crazy horse is gonna be but uh i want to like at least get um something else in here that would kind of uh finish it off i guess you can say um you know what i would say okay no i got it yep all right yeah i got the, i got the fourth one yep right. <laughs> mike herrera mm. okay Ooh. MXPX. MXPX, Ooh. Yeah. that's a first too i think it is i don't want to yeah. see this would suck if someone goes first and you get like you know what that is great but I just <laughs> see that also being on mine because like you think about who influenced you and just that yeah. voice is so right. comforting. Yeah. See, you're going to say something later and I'm going to be like, damn it. Well, Got I think mine are just also. pretty just typical responses. Right. You're putting a lot more thought into it. I'm just like, it hurts. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's going to go, uh, what did I say? Johnny, Johnny yeah. Ramon, Lars, uh, Smelly, mm-hmm. um, Mike, Mike Herrera from MXPX and my crazy horse. Cause I don't care what anybody says, dude, punk rock is fuck. Uh, Lemmy from Motorhead. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. There you go. I was going to do something similar with my crazy horse. So should I do my crazy horse first? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. I was going to say Cash because okay, he cool. was oh, punk yeah. rock Fuck through it. and through. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. like that. Uh, yep. but let's, you know, let's go. Bill Milo, Tony Sly, on with Joe, uh, Johnny Ramone and Billy Joe, of course. Like, ah, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Stevenson? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that. Oh, nice. That's a good he's, one, too. So, yeah, he's on mine, too. He's on mine as well. Yeah. Great See? songwriter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Amazing I, I, had Fat Mike, I have Fat Mike and um, Mr. Brett on mine, too, just because. I See, Mr. Brett was. Of Epitaph and Fat Records and what they've done. You know what I mean? For like. But. Yeah. And Bill Stevenson. I think I think Bill Stevenson invented pop punk. Because. Uh, he did. He was the one who he wrote did. all the early Descendants shit. And it's, yep. I mean, this is yeah. so catchy. Milo. Yeah. Milo goes to college, changed the face of punk rock. It did. Like there, there's, there's no even questioning that. 
It's just so much it, fun it, still it was, listening to all those that, records. And, oh, that yeah. album was so far ahead of its time. It was ridiculous. Well, what did you guys think of the new record, recorded uh, Walnut? It was... I, yeah, I dug it. I dug so it. good. Yeah. It took yeah. forever yeah. to get that flipping vinyl because I got it like two weeks ago. Oh, and really? Yeah. My brother and I ordered <laughs> wow. it at the same time and he got his like a year ago. Oh, really? <laughs> that sucks, dude. <laughs> but again, you know, vinyl delays. You yeah. know what? I I respect the descendants. I, you know, appreciate them for all they've done because you're right. They've done so much for the scene and for for punk rock and for music in general and i loved all their side bands like all was the shit they were really yeah. good like I, I will say it was a really good band but personally it just was never like just never was never got thing, to go you know? on no no it never yeah. did you know but i mean you got to give credit where it's due you know what i mean because mm-hmm. like yep. without them you don't get so many bands you know i mean yep. so yeah. many and that's just yeah. uh an understatement you know well, it's oh, yeah, one absolutely. of those bands too that were so underrated their entire career, and then la- later in life, it's just like people caught on and like they got it finally. Yeah, I yeah, I remember like I saw them in um, 1996, and like I was I had like mostly just been introduced to them by Everything Sucks, so they, it was on the tour for Everything Sucks. So when they came back, uh, I had heard songs by them previously but like i had i had just heard them i had never really been into them i knew who they were obviously and and but i I saw them at that show in 96 and like obviously it was you know a rather large venue and uh obviously tons of people knew who they were at that point in time and and just seeing like how everyone was reacting at the show to seeing the descendants like first tour in however long it had been at that point it was quite a while um i remember just like even as a teenager just like standing there being like i feel like i'm seeing something here that i might not ever see again and 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 that was very true like i i that show still in my mind is like one of the top five shows i've ever been to because not only was it the descendants it was like uh the descendants uh the descendants less than jake gutter mouth in 96 uh, yeah. yeah in 1996 oh, yeah, so, yeah yeah fuck yeah. yeah i would go to that show too. oh dude it was it oh, was yeah. so rad um but uh you know i now sitting here at like 42 years old and like thinking back i'm like wow like i i feel really fortunate to have gotten to you know go to and, and see something like that in my life especially when i was like you know i was like fucking 16 years old just standing in the back yeah. being like i don't know what's going on but this is awesome <laughs> I like it. I feel weird, but I like it. Yeah. I, don't know what to, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. All right. So we, we have to change subjects to, to something here now, not because of what we were talking about, but we've gone this long and we haven't even talked about your guys' new fucking record yet. And we need to talk yes. about this record a little bit before we fucking finish this thing up because it's a fucking killer, killer, killer record. Like, thank you. Um, I, and as, as, as I told Mark the other day, like, I cannot gush enough about this record. Like, it, this is a record that has been, like, since, since I found out about I just stumbled across it. Um, and, I, and, like, I mean, I knew that Mark was in Avenues. I just stumbled across it. Oh, shit, Avenues, new record. Oh, yep. cool. I know, Mark, let me put, fucking put this on. And, and, like, I've just been listening to it nonstop since then. Like, it's... Yeah, I've been spinning it all day. It's so good. Right on. It's so good. Um, it's so fucking good uh and i know this this record has been like 
um, after reading a little bit about it, I know this record has been a little bit of a triumph for you guys because you've run into some speed bumps and some roadblocks along the way. And it, it had to have been extremely hard, extremely hard. And I, and I know even especially for you, Mark, because you had ended up with some health issues and in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what, though? It's, it still seems like because with COVID, it's still it still seems like there's roadblocks i don't know how scott feels but 100 that and yeah the, just the delays on manufacturing of vinyl mm-hmm. which is no one's fault at at the moment you can't even blame right. the pandemic it's just it is what it is it's just so, you can't it, catch a break yeah so it just still feels like we're going through that a little bit but at the same time like i don't know it it also feels like you know shaking up a, a soda can and it's just like once you pull that tab, it's just gonna fucking, you know, blow the, you know, blow up. You know, that's that's also how it's feeling. You know, but yeah, no, this thing was was uh, it was tough to do, but it made it that much better. Mm-hmm. It shows, like it shows, like one hundred percent. Yeah, like uh, uh, I think throughout the throughout the whole thing, you know, it's. Uh, there's just so much uh, from the start to the beginning of like, you can actually like hear like what we were kind of going through, you know, which I, that, that I, I really like, you know, that I really enjoy about the whole record. Yeah. Yeah. How long of a process was it from like writing to, you know, release? Oh, it's still not done technically. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Cause we, we started this, what Mark, like 17, 2016, 2017. And then, well, yeah, I think I think we started recording in 2017. Okay, and that's when we started recording, and so and we used, uh, we used most of the material. Yeah, okay. we revamped Not all a couple things. Yeah, we revamped a bunch of a few songs for sure, just to kind of like keep up with the times and stuff like that. And then I think we even wrote like new stuff too. Yeah, but there's so, new stuff. I think we kept four songs in total, to be honest. Yeah, I think you. I think you might be right. I think the rest was kind of like written after that first initial recording but then yeah we did the recording uh and then the studio closed you know this was in chicago at atlas studio with matt allison you know Mm -hmm. uh and then we were kind of like okay we'll we'll get this thing going and then i get sick and there goes like another year you know uh because we decided to record so you know uh but you know what though i'm thankful for the guys though for sure uh for you know keeping me in it you know what i mean because i wouldn't have blamed them had they gone a different route you know what i mean by any any same though it wouldn't be the same but no i i and i appreciate you guys like sticking around and 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 uh and doing this thing with me because that also just kind of shows the the level that like we we decided that we wanted to do this thing you know it was like this is the dedication this is what it is and we're going to do it together you know uh through the good and through the bad and that's like ultimately like why I love playing with these groups, with these guys, you know?
it's yeah. not that I didn't like playing with any other guys. That's not what I'm trying to say. Yeah, either, I know. But you, you know, <laughs> but yeah, totally. to have that was just like that, like yeah. Well, I, right. I think we all felt that, uh, especially for this, was our first full length, and we wanted to do it right. We didn't want to half-ass it, and you know, let's take the time and do it, do it yeah. right. No regrets on it. Uh, so I can say honestly, it was blood, sweat, and tears, and we can do the next one. We got to start that, so that one doesn't take yeah. four years. Oh. Don't get sick of that, Mark. Blood, sweat, and literal guts. I yeah. That's. I mean, I can't. That's what's. <laughs> I can't there fucking were, wait. There's guts. guts. When we started this record, I had. Uh, well, when we started this record, till we finished this record, I have six inches less of colon now. I don't know. That really makes gotcha. sense. <laughs> <laughs> Is everything uh, everything cleared up? Everything. You're oh good? yeah, you're good. No, no, I'm 100 now, ready to go, rocking sure. and rolling. Just good. waiting for everything to kind of, you know, get get into gear. I know. Uh, I mean, that's that's our whole thing. I know we've been planning, at least uh, talking a lot about you know what we want to do uh, this coming year, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and we want to get out there, man. We really yeah. do. There's just like there's so many places that we want to go. So many people that have been telling us that we want to come through, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just like you know, we want to be smart about it. We want to do it right. Right. We don't want to hurt anybody and we don't want to put anybody in harm's way. And that's our biggest thing is, is, uh, you know, just doing it the right way, you know, mm-hmm. but at, at, you know, at some point you got, we got to pull the trigger though. Yeah. It makes it insanely difficult to even start planning a tour because right. as we've seen in the mm-hmm. last two weeks, yep. but hopefully in a couple months, everyone will get this mild version, herd immunity. Yes. And then uh, yeah. we can put this in the rear view yeah. mirror and then right. they'll have that, whatever that protein pill you can take. And that's right. And heck think, yeah. Let's, that's yeah. right. I, I think, I think we all need to start talking about this thing a little bit more positively. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's been two years of energy. Yeah. Some positive <laughs> energy in the world right now isn't, isn't going to fucking hurt. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. 100%. Yeah. I think positive everyone energy. needs to yeah. pull the mask down and smile at each other for just yes. a second. Yeah. And pull it back yeah. up quickly. That's right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Six feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys go ahead and plug and promote anything you have going on. Where could we find you? Where could people look you up? All right. So you can find us on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, uh, whatever streaming service there is we're probably on it uh Bandcamp, avenues uh avenues rocks uh facebook just put it in there you'll find it but we're on all the usual socials awesome thanks so much for doing this guys oh thank you oh yeah. thanks man yeah. it was a fun time and in, in uh dude your album rocks so it's so good thank you and yeah it, and it's good fucking catching up with you mark man like uh, i know it's been god it's probably been like four five years at this point since yeah, it's, <laughs> it's played it's, together, but it's been a minute. Yeah, I want to say yeah, since probably 2016, maybe. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, 2016, yeah. somewhere in Texas. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in Texas. Yeah, Lone <laughs> Star. But yeah, yeah, well, yeah, but we'll have to keep up. And and like Ron said, like if you guys are coming through the East Coast, no matter what it is, uh, Mark, if it's knocking bones or if it's fucking. Or if it's avenues and and Scott, I don't know if you have any other bands, but if you do, uh, hit us up. We got a great spot in DC. It's like in downtown yeah. DC, in one of the great spots. It's a it's a really kick ass punk venue. Sweet. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. in. Like yeah. yeah, I want I want avenues yeah. to go out there tomorrow. Yeah, so. awesome. <laughs> yeah, just let us know and we'll hook you up for sure. Fuck yeah! All right, cool.
Awesome, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. for hanging out with us for another week happy new year i hope 2022 is awesome badass everything you want it to be and it's way better than the past two fucking years so here's to a good 2022 happy new year check out punk box punk box rox.com and merchlut.com follow us on all social media outlets at our brains hurt and our brains hurt.com and me at the caffeine punk on twitter and matt at matt alive 13 on twitter again happy new year and we will talk to you next week take care everyone How do I do this shit? I can still hear you. Uh, so what do I have to press? Close.